Welcome to another episode from 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. This one, titled Cousin Tribulation, is from prolific writer Louisa May Alcott and was written in 1867. It tells the story of a young family which is about to enjoy a New Year's morning breakfast when a downtrodden neighbor appears, asking for food. This is very well written and a great way to introduce a short work of Louisa May Alcott to your kids as well as enjoy it on your own. The show notes contain a link to another Louisa May Alcott story in our collection called My Red Hat, which also makes good listening for all ages. In the years following the end of the Civil War in 1865, the American conscience needed something worthy to turn to, and stories of morality and hearth and home were popular in the magazines of the day. Special children's sections were turning up in libraries for the first time, and there was a huge need everywhere you looked for social reform and the building of a new nation. Louisa May Alcott turned her attentions to women's suffrage, animal rights, and social welfare, and was a huge influence on the culture of the times. A little added note for those of you who remember Little Women, the book and movie that made Alcott famous worldwide. Remember the Christmas breakfast scene during which the Marches gave their meal to a much needier family called the Hummels? Alcott used this idea for the following story. Dear Marys, As a subject appropriate to the season, I want to tell you about a New Year's breakfast which I had when I was a little girl. What do you think it was? A slice of dry bread and an apple. This is how it happened, and it is a true story every word. As we came down to breakfast that morning, with very shiny faces and spandy clean aprons, we found Father alone in the dining room. Happy New Year, Papa! Where is Mother? we cried. A little boy came begging and said they were starving at home, so your mother went to see, and, ah, here she is. As Papa spoke, in came Mama, looking very cold, rather sad, and very much excited. "'Children, don't begin till you hear what I have to say,' she cried, and we sat staring at her with the breakfast untouched before us. Not far away from here lies a poor woman with a little newborn baby. Six children are huddled into one bed to keep from freezing, for they have no fire. There is nothing to eat over there, and the oldest boy came here to tell me they were starving this bitter cold day. My little girls, Will you give them your breakfast as a New Year's gift? We sat silent a minute and looked at the nice hot porridge, the creamy milk, and the good bread and butter, for we were brought up like English children and never drank tea or coffee or ate anything but porridge for our breakfast. I wish we'd eaten it up, thought I, for I was rather a selfish child and very hungry. I'm so glad you came before we began, said Nan, cheerfully. May I go and help carry it to the poor little children? Asked Beth, who had the tenderest heart that ever beat under a pinafore. I can carry the lassie pot, said little May, proudly giving the thing she loved best. And I shall take all the porridge, I burst in, heartily ashamed of my first feeling. You shall put on your things and help me, and when we come back we'll get something to eat, said Mother beginning to pile the bread and butter into a big basket. We were soon ready, and the procession set out. First, Papa, with a basket of wood on one arm and coat on the other. 
Mama next, with a bundle of warm things and the teapot. Nan and I carried a pail of hot porridge between us, and each a pitcher of milk. Beth brought some cold meat. May, the lassie pot, and her old hood and boots. And Betsy, the girl, brought up the rear with a bag of potatoes and some meal. Fortunately, it was early, and we went along back streets, so few people saw us, and no one laughed at the funny-looking party. What a poor, bare, miserable place it was, to be sure. Broken windows, no fire, ragged clothes, a wailing baby, sick mother, and a pile of pale, hungry children cuddled under one quilt, trying to keep warm. How the big eyes stared, and the blue lips smiled as we came in. "'Ah, mein Gott! It is the good angels that come to us!' cried the poor woman with tears of joy. "'Funny angels in woolen hoods and red mittens,' said I, and they all laughed. Then we fell to work, and in fifteen minutes it really did seem as if fairies had been at work there. Papa made a splendid fire in the old fireplace and stopped up the broken window with his own hat and coat. Mama set the shivering children round the fire and wrapped the poor woman in warm things. Betsy and the rest of us spread the table and fed the starving little ones. Das ist gut! Oh, nice! Der Angel Kinder! cried the poor things as they ate and smiled and basked in the warm blaze. We had never been called angel children before, and we thought it very charming, especially I who had often been told I was a regular Sancho. What fun it was! Papa, with a towel for an apron, fed the smallest child. Mama dressed the poor little newborn baby as tenderly as if it had been her own. Betsy gave the mother gruel and tea and comforted her with assurance of better days for all. Nan, Lou, Beth, and May flew about the seven children, talking and laughing and trying to understand their funny, broken English. It was a very happy breakfast, though we didn't get any of it. And when we came away, leaving them all so comfortable, and promising to bring clothes and food by and by, I think they were not in all the hungry little girls who gave away their breakfast, and contented themselves with a bit of bread and an apple of New Year's Day. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. If you enjoyed this, please send a nice review at iTunes. Just search for 1001 Classic Short Stories. Have your iTunes password handy and write something nice. This really helps us in the rankings and helps us get seen by more people. We offer a huge variety of family-friendly stories and tales and always appreciate when you review and share our show. You can find all our episodes wherever podcasts are found, from the iTunes podcast app to podbay.fm to stitcher.com and our home site at 1001storiespodcast.com. This show shares the same webpage with our sister show, 1001 Heroes, Legends, Histories, and Mysteries. This is your host and storyteller, John Hagedorn, and this is our story.